0: Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. What's up, Chicago Bears fans? My name is Lester A. Wilfunk Jr., and welcome to my podcast. This is T-Formation Conversation. We are part of the brand new Windy City Gridiron podcast channel that you can literally find anywhere that you usually get your podcast. So make sure you guys subscribe Like, right now. I'll wait. Go ahead. Go subscribe. Are we good? I cool. Because you're not only going to get my show on the WCG channel, but Andrew Links, the Bears Link podcast as well. And we're going to be debuting a brand new podcast to the WCG network next week. So stay tuned for that one. Okay, so before I get into the huge Sunday night football matchup between the Bears and the Los Angeles Rams, let's talk about the game last week really quick, shall we? Okay, the Bears came up short against the Giants last Sunday in a game where, you know, very little went right for the Bears. You know, the Giants had fortune on them all afternoon. Uh, they got a lot of breaks, um, but, you know, but the Bears fought all day. They overcame fumbles, uh, interceptions, uh, self-inflicted field position woes, and yet the Bears offense still dropped 27 points on the Giants. You know, Chicago's defense had a few mental lapses that led to some points. But but even with all the miscues the Bears had, they were right there in overtime with a chance to win the game. Think about this for a second. After the Mark Tressman era, followed by the John Fox era, just being in a position, okay, to win a game is a big improvement for us fans from the last five years. You know, these Bears right now are not only eight and four, but they've been right there in all four of those losses. You know, I'm not going to get fired up over moral victories because that, that's BS. But, but as fan, like I said, as fans, having a team to cheer for where there's always a chance for them to win, come on. That's refreshing, but that's Giants game. Okay. You know, backup quarterback Chase Daniel, you know, oof, he didn't have the best of days. Um, but, but this Sunday night against the Rams, you know, Chase Daniel is going to finally be back in his familiar spot of holding onto the clipboard as the Bears' number two quarterback, with Mitchell Trubisky finally back after his two-game layoff with a sore shoulder. You know, I don't get into conspiracy theories that he said he was healthy to play. For whatever reason was, he was sore. His shoulder was sore. I'm guessing it was a little stiff. It was probably swollen. Um, He didn't throw the ball at all the week leading up to the Lions game. He only threw the ball once the week leading up to the Giants game. He threw a little bit on on the Sunday morning to kind of test it out, but nothing too deep. All short stuff, short out, you know, short out routes. Just kind of see where his shoulder was at. They weren't comfortable putting him out there. I get it. He didn't throw. They want to see what they had to do with with Chase Daniel. He was in the in the game plan. He was the guy. Trubisky wasn't ready to go. Could they have won the game with Trubisky? I don't know. Maybe it's a possibility, but you know that's a what if moment. So I'm not really you know playing that game. So, but one thing, watching Daniel play the last two weeks, it should have given even the staunchest anti Trubisky guy an appreciation for what he brings to the Bears' offense. You know, his athleticism is one thing, but his arm talent it is much better than Chase Daniels as well. With chasing a game, the Bears' offense is is different. Obviously, the, the deep shots were limited. Um, and that allowed Detroit's and New York's secondaries to play the Bears' offense much differently than it would had Trubisky been in there. Those two defenses tried to limit the big play. Uh, they tried to make the Bears, you know, matriculate down the field, um, you know, slowly, think and dunk as much as possible, which is Chase's game anyway. But, you know, that kind of played in the hands of, of what the defense wanted to do as well. You know, defenses not having to worry about the scrambling ability from a quarterback... Is big as well. It allowed you know Detroit, New York to kind of play more man to man, and and Chase Daniels does not have the arm strength to always make defenses pay. You know he doesn't have the escapability to make them pay for turning their backs when they're in man to man either. So, you know we saw Chase run around a little bit, but that's not his game. He's more of a guy that's going to stand in the pocket. He doesn't really want to get out. Uh, the Bears kind of ran him on a few designed runs in the Lions game, but. I don't want to see that ever again. I'm happy with with what's happening with the backup situation in Chicago. He's a capable backup quarterback. I know some of you guys were really upset about the last game, putting the ball on the turf so often. He had a bad game. It is what it is. He's a backup for a reason. You know, he was also sacked nine times in his two games. You know, something I wrote about in this week's Sack Watch. You know, I'm not saying all those sacks could have been avoided, but you watch the tape... Watch the sack watch. I put all the all the, all the, the the clips in there. Let me know what you guys think. I'm guessing at least half of those sacks could have been avoided with, with Trubisky. But anyway, that leads me to this week's game against the Rams. Sunday night football, prime time, Soldier Field. It's going to be cold. That plays in the Bears' favor if you buy the Bears' weather thing. And, and when you talk to players, to a man, most of the players always say it does matter, especially getting a team from California and Chicago gonna happen. But here's the thing. I'm worried about Aaron Donald. This guy plays in any weather. It doesn't matter. He, he's a freak of nature. He's he is such a good football player. Um so I'm worried about him but but actually I'm more worried about Aaron Donald matched up against Brian Witzman. Uh, a journeyman guard against an all-pro defensive tackle is frightening. But but that Rams defense, you know they got talent in their front seven up and down. It's a very talented defense. You know, Donald has sixteen and a half sacks, I believe. You know, he has so many sacks more than the rest of that team, mostly because he gets there so damn quick. He's coming up the middle most of the time. You know, the shortest distance between a, between two points is a straight line, and Aaron Donald can can close that gap in a straight line in a hurry. He gets there so quickly. Uh, but the, the the Rams also have and 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 Sue. Uh, he's still big and strong. He pushed the middle of that offensive line. Uh, Dante Fowler, they picked up in a trade. He's quick off the edge. And then you look at what the Rams are doing schematically on defense. You know, you know, their corner, Wade Phillips, you know, he will blitz from anywhere with this 3-4 defense. And I want you guys to keep an eye on, on, on what Phillips' his defensive line does in the Rams' 30-front defense. You know, most of the time, they're attacking a gap. They don't play a lot of two gap principles, which is what a lot of, you know, three, four defenses do. The Bears kind of do a little hybrid. Uh the Bears are 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 two gap in sometimes, uh, but they also like to have guys do one gap stuff. They're kind of a hybrid there. Uh where where what they do in LA with, with Wade Phillips, it's it's mostly attacking. Um it, it, it's it's all about attacking and having gap discipline, which should remind Bears fans of the one gap defense defense from from the Bears in back in the Levy Smith era. Also keep an eye on where the Rams are going to line up their front. Um, it, it's a 3-4 name, yes, but they'll line their front seven guys up much differently than what the Bears do. Uh, Aaron Donald, he's often lined up in a three technique, which is a more of a 4-3 staple kind of thing. So so schematically, you know, I talked about it, it's going to be a fun chess match. Uh, we got the old school Wade Phillips uh, versus Bears head coach Matt Nagy. Uh, we got the old school Vic Fangio Uh, going up against Rams head coach and play caller Sean McVay. It's going to be a fun game. It's going to be exciting. Uh, You know, I think it should be a close game. And, yes, here it is. Full disclosure, I did pick the Rams. I'm not happy about it. It is what it is. I got them winning, I think, a a close one by three. Um, Our official picks are actually on the Winnie City Gridiron page right now. Uh, So check those out. But here's the thing. I picked the Rams, but the Bears can win this game. You know, they're a good team. is probably the best defense the Rams have played all year. You know, the Bears are going to bring something that the Rams haven't seen. Again, I, also, I talked about the weather. It's going to matter. It's going to be cold. So, But here are my two keys to this game. I'm only going to give you two. One, obviously, is the pass protection. Um, if, O-line, if O-line coach Harry Heastan and, and the offensive staff, if they can figure out a good way to slow down Aaron Donald and the pass rush, the Bears are going to score points. You know, their offense is good enough to do that. You know, Trubisky has played really confident football the last few games he was in there. Um, it, it's night and day over the skittishness that we saw from him in week one. Uh, the happy feet, you know, the, 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 the head down in the pocket. He wasn't always looking up. You know, the last few games he was in there it was a different guy than we saw early in the season. You know, his understanding of the offense has improved. And if the pass protection can get him some time, and I'm not talking just about the O-line, I'm talking about the chips with the tight ends, I'm talking Shaheen staying in once in a while, I'm talking uh, Jordan Howard, uh, I'm talking Tre' Cohen having to get a blitz pickup. I know he missed a couple in the, in the game against the Giants, but you know the pass pro is 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 everybody. It's quarterback, it's the scheme, it's everything. So if the pass pro is decent, I predict Trubisky will have a huge game. But again, with Aaron Donald, that's a big if. Uh, my other key, I'm going to go to the defense side of the ball, and, and I'm expecting Khalil Mack uh, to do his thing, uh, Akeem Hicks do his thing, uh, Eddie going to do his thing. Uh, they'll have their usual good games, but here's my key guy. I think Roquan Smith could be a difference maker this week. You know, his speed matched up with, with the Rams' uh, tailback, Todd Gurley, is something I'm going to keep an eye on real close. Uh, uh, the Rams run a lot of jet sweep and jet sweep action, um, I think they probably lead the league in in, in that type of uh, of play and, and play action there, which is it's designed to get linebackers to take those false steps uh, on the snap, which allows the blockers to get better angles on them, and and that's something the that Bears have to be really really wary of. You know, Roquan Smith he has the speed and the athleticism to avoid those blockers and to pursue Gurley after those fake jets and, and those and the handoffs to Gurley. It's something we've seen the Bears do from time to time, but the the Rams they do it all the time. One thing they'll do is uh is they'll run a motion. It, it, it looks like a jet sweep, but all they're doing is just shifting, and they're kind of doing that to get an idea of what the Bears want to do. I saw someone uh, tw- uh, put it on Twitter a, a few days ago, and it was a, a great point. And it's something that I never really re- realized was happening, but you know when he said it, like it makes so much sense. Uh they'll shift the guy in motion, he'll come down the line in that jet speed he's running, uh, and he gets the Bears the defenses to react. So watch that happen. It's a good indicator for the Rams, gotta know what's going on with the defense there. Besides the run game, what I, I hope Roquan will have a big game, I think he'll have a big game in coverage again this week too, because he'll often be locked up with Gurley. Todd Gurley has forty six receptions on the season. Uh the Rams will hit him on plenty of screens, but they're also gonna leak him out into the flat to try and catch the Bears napping. Uh, the Rams, what they want to do is they, they want to run a lot of short stuff. And if they get the success running the short stuff, uh, the, the flats, the crossers over the middle, the the, the hooks, the, the 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 stuff you know underneath. Now they're going to try and get you deep. You know they're going to try and get those safeties cheating up a little bit. You know they kind of do it where old school was: you run, 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 run the ball. Get che- the safeties cheating up. The Rams want to throw short, throw short, throw short. Get the safeties cheating up. And then they're going to go deep and take their big shots downfield. Uh, the Rams are a tough offense, you know, probably the best offense in the league. Uh, them and the Chiefs, the Saints are all right up there, but the Rams have a lot of weapons, and they're going to do a lot of things differently for the Bears. A lot of formations, um, a lot of a lot of uh, a, a window dressing, if you will. So we got to see how they react to that. But but again, if 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 Roquan has a big game, you know, and, and if they somehow can slow down the pass rush, Bears are going to win this game. So on on Friday, I actually threw out a mailbag call on Twitter. Follow me at Wiltfunk Jr., by the way. So I wanted to get a couple of questions from you guys before I wrap the show up. Um, Horse Punt asked, you know, do you think the Bears will force feed Robinson with how well he has been playing lately? And also, give me an over-under on Trubisky's rushing yards. Allen Robinson, he made two legitimate number one elite Wideout out types of catches in the Giants game. He had that crazy reach over to catch off the top of the helmet, and he had that tippy toe grab on the sideline. He just got so much talent. You know, he is that guy. You know, he was that guy in Jacksonville, and he was signed, uh, the good money to be that guy for the Bears. And remember, he's coming back from an ACL injury that he had a year ago, but he's looked good this year. Um, I haven't seen no signs of injury. Maybe he's a step, just a, a slight step slower than he was, uh, perhaps. But he's kind of working through it. Uh, he also had that groin injury mid-season, but these last four games, really good. You know, Trasky trusts Robinson, so yes, he is going to force a couple shots down to field to him if he gets one-on-one coverage, and he will. You know, the Rams play some one-on-one press coverage stuff, uh, so he will get a few shots to go deep if he wants it. And Trasky believes in his guy. He believes in a six-foot-three wideout. He's going to make a play for him. And you've got to take shots against the Rams secondary because that is where they uh, they have an issue back there. And then also, Triskin extend plays with his feet, and we talked about it. You know, he 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 will have more opportunity to throw downfield than Chase Daniel did just because he'll have a little more time to scan the defense. But, you know, he, he's going to scramble for some yards, and I will put the over-under on rushing yards for Trisky at 50 um, because I think he's not only going to scramble a few times, but I think Matt Nagy's going to move the pocket a bit for him, uh, kind of give him kind of a run-pass option on the edge there. uh Moving that pocket also helped keep him away from Aaron Donald, who is a monster. Zach asked, any chance Eric Cush get some time on Sunday? I'm assuming he means for uh, right guard Brian Witzman, who had a uh, bad game in New York. You know, Witzman and Cush are similar players. They're both journeyman-type guys, uh, but Cush is more versatile. Uh, he could play both guard spots. He could play center. Um, so I think maybe that's kind of why the Bears kind of let Witzman get the start. So they figure if they are going to have to have a backup come in there, they'd rather just have Cush come in and plug and play rather than having uh, Whitsman come in then move Cush to another spot uh, if there's an injury. Uh, but I think With with Eric Cush, I think he's a better pass blocker than Whitsman And since the Bears are not exactly a run-first team, let's get Eric Cush in there. He's a little better in the pass, passing game. The Bears want to pass. Let's get him in there. Witzman was was bad. Uh, we'll see what happens, though. I, I don't think they'll make a change. We've heard nothing of it all week, so wait and see what happens Sunday when the uh, the game starts. Jonathan Siegel asked, "How is the O line blocking scheme going to counter Donald?" Um, I talked about it a little bit earlier, but again, he's he's so good. You know, just 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 watch his film. You know, watch the clips. It's all over Twitter. You know, watch him doing work. Um, and you'll be so impressed with him. And what, what makes it even worse is he, he could have been a bear. Uh, he'll one pick away. Oh, it's frustrating. Uh, but, you know, you got to double team Donald. Uh, you got to down block him from both sides. Uh, you got to trap him when you can. Um, if you can get to him, because he's so quick off the snap. But you basically got to keep Aaron Donald thinking. Uh, there's no way to stop him, it's just not going to happen. But if you can get in his head a little bit, uh, run some screens, uh, entice him upfield, and run a draw underneath him. Um, Maybe you get them thinking. Maybe you slow them down just a touch, and maybe that's all you need uh, to to pop a big play. Uh, But that is my time, guys. Thank you so much for listening. Make sure you subscribe to my show at the Windy City Gridiron Podcast channel. Uh, Like I said, we're on iTunes. We're on Google Podcasts. We're on Spotify. We're on Stitcher or Art19. And also leave us a rating on there as well. Remember to follow our entire Windy City Gridiron crew on Twitter at WC Gridiron. And again, follow me, Jr. So until next time, bear down, my friends. Hello, I'm Spencer Hall from SB Nation. And I want to tell you about my new show, It Seems Smart. It Seems Smart is a show about people doing things that, for some reason or another, seemed smart at the time. Those things might include doing a little cocaine and driving a bike up a mountain. Or, I don't know,